People's Champ Radio, we in the building, man. Roy Mack, Cash. Cash, what's going on over there, man? It's the one and only, man. It's the big homie Cash, 2018. We here, baby. PCR Real News. Hashtag Real News. Hashtag Real News. <laughs> hey, did. man. Y'all know how we get down, man. People's Champ Radio, we back. We back for the new year, man. We had to take a little a little break, man. It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left y'all, man. You dig? But we here. We here for we the got people, a man. Dope beat to step two. Yeah. Step, 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 step. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. Make sure y'all hit us up on the YouTube channel, man. It's People's Champ Radio. It's a bunch of content there. Go through them archives. Click the playlist, man. Also, rate, comment, subscribe, all that fly-ish. We just launched all the social media stuff, man. So hit us up on the Twitter the instagram the the uh what we got the facebook we got the snapchat, the, the snapchat. we everywhere man we everywhere man people's champ radio roy mack and cash man every single sunday afternoon we bring it to you man well we bring you to we we the only real program i hear that's merging this sports and hip-hop culture that's what we do man you feel me that's real talk so let's we're get it in man we're gonna talk sports 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 and we're gonna talk this hip-hop you dig what it is man you dig um and listen man y'all already know what it is man no chaser radio fed fed dpc is the plug man let's get it in dog so first of all man want to shout out my co-host man the hall of famer the one and only the big homie roy mack hashtag 12 nickname one two talk to me man talk to me man let let the people know Roy Mack the biggest thing that you came in with from 2017 what from 2017 will you be taking to 2018 right and, and, and changing the game with man what, what do we come what do we take it from 2017 to 2018 and changing the game with um it's really nothing new for me let me tell you what I'm bringing with me from 2017 right that I am going to continue to champion um, through the new year until these motherfuckers listen, right? And if you didn't know, it's your first time listening to the show. This is a raw show, so you know parental discretion. You feel me? Um, parental discretion is advised. We won't say it again. <laughs> you dig? Um, here's what I'm bringing. I'm bringing my hatred for SEC football. That's what I'm bringing. <laughs> hey, bring ain't gonna like that. Well, here's the deal, right? Let's jump right into it. Let's talk. We got because we got a national championship game to play. No, um, we have a SEC title game you to go. play because Alabama didn't participate. So what they did was they were like, "Oh shit, Bama didn't get a chance to play in the SEC title game." Oh well, shit, we'll just schedule it during the national championship game. And so that, that's that's what happened. Well, and the thing is, right, Cash, you got a lot of clowns out here that because I've been talking about this now for weeks because I I knew this was going to happen. So I knew somehow. Before the rankings came out with, with, the, with the top four for the playoff, I knew somehow they were going to squeeze uh, a, a SEC team in there. And I know people are saying, well, if these teams would have won, yada, yada, yada. And that sounds good in theory. <laughs> I'm going to walk through this one last time. I did it a few times in 2017. We might as well F it. Let's start off, let's start off 2018 with it. The problem, the problem is, is that the SEC, the reason they say, well, the SEC is always in the championship game. They always win because they're so good. No, it's not necessarily that. It's that every single damn year they get put in a position to play for the. See, listen, you can't even play for it. Go, go holla at UCF 
you can't even play for the championship if they don't put you in a position, right? UCF right. went undefeated. Now, I'm not going to make a big argument for UCF to be in the Final Four, right? Nope. Um, based on that criteria. Now, had it been a top eight, you know what I'm saying? Now, you got a different situation. But every single damn year, we get the SEC out here, and they get overrated. Look at their bowl record. Look at their bowl record this year. You feel me? If you thought yeah, the SEC was so tough. Handed. That's what's going down. Exactly. Look at their bowl record. But somehow, the cream of the crop of their conference gets two of the four slots. So they had a 50% shot of an SEC team being in the, in the championship game. A 50% shot, right? And it just so happens that when, it's, when, when you have good teams, because those are good teams, and they play another mm-hmm. good team, somebody got to win, somebody got to lose. And hold on. Let me, let me break something down for the... Uh... You know, for the listeners, shout out to the listeners in 2018, man. We here, People's Champ Radio. It's the big homie Cash with my gracious Hall of Fame co-host, the big homie One Two. So listen, Georgia played in the division, right? They went seven and one. Seven and one. South Carolina went five and three. Missouri went four and four. Kentucky went four and four. Florida went three and five. I'm talking about in the conference, people. Keep up. Vanderbilt went one and seven. Tennessee went zero and eight in conference. That's the competition that Georgia was facing. They, they, the best team went five and three. You dig? And their overall record was equally trash. And I ain't gonna even go through it. Y'all can look it up. So now I look at the Western Division. Oh, by the way, Georgia won their division. The Western Division was won by Auburn, not Bama. So Auburn seven and one, Bama seven and one. Auburn went ten and four on a season though. Ten and four? You kidding me? They went seven and one in conference. Bama seven and one. LSU went six and two in conference, right? But then they also lost two non-conference games. So LSU ended up going nine and four. The Aggies four and four. Mississippi State four and four. Ole Miss three and five. Arkansas one and seven in conference. So don't come talking to us about how tough the competition is when you guys had 500 ball clubs. Yeah, because the, the old moniker was always, Stop. well, hey, the SEC so good and they just beat up on each other. You know, miss me with that. Hey, it's funny because if you look at this record, hey, they was getting their ass towed up outside of the conference. Hilarious. I know, but, you know, it's this, it's this myth out there that the SEC is just, you oh, know. Yeah. Well, hey, they, they wanted me to believe that the SEC was um, the AFC West like two years ago when you had like the Broncos, the Chiefs, the Raiders, and the Chargers. They wanted me to believe that the SEC is the AFC North with like, you know, the Ravens, the Steelers, the Bengals, you know what I'm saying? Like those three teams that are always in the playoffs. Like, stop, man. And the stop. thing is, right, so you had people that were hitting me up on my social media uh, going in talking about, well, uh, uh, Georgia whooped Oklahoma's ass. Listen, I'm no Oklahoma fan. I really didn't have a dog in the fight. But don't tell me like Not they. Listen, here's the deal. They they won in double overtime. <laughs> yeah, stop, stop with the bravado. So this is because listen, um, it's almost unanimously that everybody thinks that like the Big Twelve uh, over the last couple of years has been like quote unquote down, right? And that the SEC is just so powerful, yet they played a Big 12 team and it took them double overtime. And, like, you know, if Baker Mayfield doesn't choke, and we'll probably talk about that, you know, we'll talk about Baker Mayfield later, at a later date. I'll get on him closer to the draft. But right. if he doesn't choke, they probably lose that game. But listen, I, well, I, go ahead. If they, if they don't kick that little dumbass squib kick before exactly. halftime, exactly. to give Georgia field goal range, that game's over. 
But let me say this, to be fair, because people are going to say, you know, some stupid stuff. If this is your first time listening to this program, go to the archives. We've been saying on this platform, People's Chant Radio, we said it all 2017. I would come on here the, the first week of college football season. I would come on, and, come on here and ask Cash, can anybody beat Alabama? Because I knew somehow they were going to make sure that Alabama gets to the national championship game. So this isn't a surprise to us that these two teams are playing. No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Bama's in. Make no mistake. Yeah. Every year, it's the, best, it's the Alabama invitation, like Shannon Sharp said. <laughs> So with that being said, because I want to get I, I want to get as far away from the SEC as I can. With that being said, who do you have in in the national championship game? Who do you think wins? Alabama. Georgia has a true freshman quarterback. I'm not gonna get into the the stats and all the cool shit. I'm never gonna take a true freshman quarterback against a team with equal talent and equal skill set. It's like the uh, Rigadial versus Lomachenko. Uh, Lomachenko fight, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Listen, both of these gentlemen are equally skilled. One of them just so happens to be, you know, three inches shorter and like 20 pounds uh, lighter naturally. So I'm just gonna take the bigger guy. And apparently he don't got no heart and no nuts either. But you know, that's hey, a different story for a different day. World. Yeah, man. Port- hey, what's Rick the from Puerto Rico? Uh, uh, I think from Cuba. Cuba. Oh, Cuba, Cuba, my bad. Hey, Cubans, y'all gotta wear that. Y'all got brothers quitting? Damn. Yeah, it's a cold mm, world out mm. there for you. It's Cuba. something about these Latin fighters, and there's no moss shit. That's a cold <laughs> world. <laughs> it's not, not a good look. Not a good look for you Latin fighters out there, you know? Hey, dog. But that's another story for another day. <laughs> hey, well, let's keep it moving, man. Let's stay in college football, though, because, you know, we, we know what the national championship is going to be. Just to put it out there, I'm going to take Alabama as well, just because, you know, I'm just going to take Alabama. I've been taking them the whole year. Um, but moving on. I know the draft is coming up, so we're going to talk about that a little later. But let me say this. <clears throat> Just because I saw this yesterday, I was on, uh, I was looking at the Mothership, ESPN, and I saw or I caught them doing a little Lamar Jackson talk the other day. And it looks like they're already trying to put him <laughs> at wide receiver going, in, going into right. the draft. They're already saying he's probably going to be a wide receiver. I think the uh, Mel Kuyper and, and, and McShay – you know, for for whatever you want to think about their expertise or lack of lack thereof, I think both of them right. have him rated like number the number seven quarterback. But mm-hmm. already I'm hearing you know wide receiver talk, and this is a guy who two years ago won the Heisman Trophy. This year was a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. I would I would bet money that no one out there can name um, uh, any of his offensive weapons that he plays with. Um, but you know, hey, <laughs> I guess he's gonna be a wide receiver, man. <clears throat> hey, man, listen, if you black and you got speed, you about to be playing a skill position. That's Warren Moon. If you run like a four eight and you're black, hey, that's enough speed for white folks, man. Moving the state, <laughs> moving the state, guy, moving the linebacker. I don't know. Um, listen, it's disgusting that anybody would even be acting like this, brother should be playing anything outside of quarterback. It doesn't make any logical sense for you to draft a guy at a position that he's never played before. Now, if you just want to say he's not good enough to be a quarterback, you're not going to draft him? That's that's on y'all, man. That's fine. But to draft him at receiver? Like, hey, hey, nigger, just go catch. Hey, nigger, just go learn how to run routes. You know what I'm saying? Hey, nigger, go get depth perception. Like, no. And like, listen, don't come in the comment section talking to us about all of all the players who successfully uh, converted from quarterback to receiver because that's not even my point. I can give you, I've been watching football for a long time. 
right? I can give you a, a litany of pl players who have successfully, um, you know, went from playing another position to receiver, or quarterback to receiver, but that's not my point, especially when it comes to black players. Now, if they want to convert the, the, the Eric Couches of the world and uh, Jillian Edelman's all, convert them to receiver all you want. But when it comes to black players, the fact that the league is over 80 to 85% black and the quarterback position is less than 15% black, that's a problem for me personally. That doesn't even make any logical sense. Well, go you know find what? Another sport, Let me say this. find another sport where race dominates the sport, but then in one particular position, the race that's the dominant in numbers, right, doesn't dominate that number as well. Let me say this. It, uh, uh, a person with you know any type of logic or common sense would probably would probably say yo listen if 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 you have what you just named right a league that's that, that that's that percentage of uh of black players and then this one position is dominated by white players an intelligent person would probably say well you know let's say somebody who did who had never seen football before they're like oh okay well <clears throat> it must be that those guys are incapable <laughs> of yep. really playing this position because it, it, it exactly. wouldn't make any other logical sense you know what i'm saying it There's doesn't make no any logical sense logic behind saying well you know what these african-american players must not be good enough to play quarterback now if you're saying that first of all say it out loud so the world can hear you and then we're gonna have a conversation. But the problem is they're not, they don't wanna say shit like that. They wanna say shit like, oh, well, yeah, you know, I, we don't know if you can read defenses. That, that, you know, that's that, that's, that, that's that cold talk where black player isn't smart enough, right? Because I don't know how good Brandon Weed can read defenses and Matt Castle when they combine to go one and fucking 15 as his quarterbacks for the Dallas Cowboys and Romo got hurt. You dig? I don't know how fucking good, you know, Tim Sorge or Jim Sorge, uh, whatever the fuck his first name is. <laughs> I don't know how good he can read defenses when he goes one and 15 when Peyton Manning gets injured. You dig me? I don't know how good these men can read defenses. And when I look around, Brandon Whedon's still on the NFL roster. Matt Castle's still on the NFL roster. It's so many white quarterbacks who have failed to be successful starters. And you know what people say? Well, what, well hey, he's just a backup. You know, that's, hey, you know, what we need now is, okay, so what happens when a backup unsuccessfully runs the backup position? But I don't want to get down a rabbit hole. Listen, bottom line is, I better see Lamar Jackson playing quarterback in the fucking NFL. That's the bottom line. And they, they, have, a, they have an exact replica of him as a free agent right now, who is RG3. And RG3 went healthy, looked like he was better than Andrew Luck at the time. Although I still say I would have taken Andrew Luck because of the consistency and him being more of a pocket passer and not taking those hits. You know, RG3's frame to me was just too small to continuously take hits. Although that's not why he got hurt. He didn't get hurt because his frame was small. He got hurt because his ass don't know how to get down and his leg was flailing when Haloli Nada like rolled into it. So that was a weird ass injury. But anyway, so... Lamar Jackson looks like an exact carbon copy of RG3. He looks a tad faster. I just looked at his draft shit and it said he ran a 4-3-2, which I 100% believe. This nigga was outrunning DBs before he even got to the second level. So I do believe he's a 4-3-40 guy. And he's from Florida, so I absolutely believe it.
So Lamar Jackson, RG3 went second overall. That means Lamar Jackson at the worst, if, if a team's in the, you know what I'm saying, in the top 10, top 15 that needs a quarterback, at the worst, he better be a top 10, top 15 pick just based on RG3. Yeah, no, I'm with Period. you. I'm with, no, I'm with you on that. fucking Johnny Menzel. Well. And based on Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> you kidding me? Fuck out of here. Hey, shout out. Shout out to your man, Johnny, Johnny Manziel. Hey, hey listen. Shout out to fuck. Hey, John, but look, Johnny never got paid. This motherfucker, Ryan Tannehill, not only he, he get drafted high and has not performed, this motherfucker got paid. They re-upped him. Well, the thing and with Johnny, though, some more time because he got hurt. And I'm with you because they're both two sides of the uh, uh, of the coin, right? So one guy got Absolutely. the money, the other guy got all of the acclaim. Your man Johnny and Manziel he got the opportunity. Well, well he got the opportunity, obviously. Well, I'm but, saying, you know what I'm saying? Johnny, Man Johnny even got the opportunity is fucking is unbelievable. But I'm saying Johnny got that pop culture love. It was like Drake was hanging out with him. Uh, he was trying oh, yeah. to sign to like LeBron's. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? No, uh, man, Listen, shout out, hey, shout out to LeBron's team for like, you know what I'm saying? Yo, let me, you know what I'm saying? Let me get to some pockets. <laughs> yeah, did? it was like he, and I was looking around like, yo, this dude can't even, I knew the dude couldn't play. The dude got famous off of one game, that Alabama game, and you know, for whatever reason, you know. Well, but anyway. can nobody else tell you anything he won outside of the Bama game and the Heisman? Yeah. They were acting like Alabama was a fucking New England Patriots. Like he went in there with the A&M team and beat the Patriots. It was a cold world. But shout out to Lamar Jackson, man. Listen, I want to see him get an opportunity to play quarterback. Um, I think he can. Well, we know that he can play quarterback because we've seen it. <laughs> you feel me? Um, right. I like seeing him with some weapons around him, see what he can do in the NFL. Obviously, it's going to be a lot more guys who are fast. So, you know, he's still extremely fast. So he can still do his thing. Yeah. Make sure he gets Here's down his slide. Say about that. Yeah, yeah. Here's what I'm going to say about that real quick. I, I've, I've always said that in the past, too, like you're saying, like, yo, man, the NFL fast. But you know what I've seen, bro? I've seen guys who came in who were just, like, faster than those guys. I've seen my, when Michael Vick came into the NFL, bro, I was like, listen, that little bullshit you was doing at Biotech, that's not going to work. And guess what? It fucking works. And you know and what? Then, Mike Vick was very durable. Worked. He was very durable. It if you if, if you really look at in the big scheme of things. Durable. And yeah, shout out to durable. shout out to my man. Yeah. Shout out to uh uh my man down in uh Seattle. Um uh uh because the one th and I know he has a he, he has a uh a baseball background. Wilson. Huh? Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson. Love, I, I, I love me. Russell I know Russell has a baseball background, but Russell, Russell has heavy Russell got wheels, and Russell also is great, you know what I'm saying, with getting out of trouble, sliding when he can, you know what I'm saying, getting down, boom, going to the next play. You dig what I'm saying? Even Cam, right. like, think about it, right? When Cam was coming out, him and him and uh, when they people started comparing uh, uh, Andrew Luck to Cam, and then you look up because they, you know, the whole rap on Cam is that he's a, a running uh, quarterback. Well, you didn't, when you get the facts, right? You, you see that you see that Andrew Luck actually ran a faster forty to this dude, but yeah, nobody considers you know, and him. And he had a higher vertical. Yeah, but nobody considers him a quote unquote athlete nah, at quarterback. quarterback yeah. though. Come on, man. So, come on, man. Come on, man. So, it's something magical by Andrew Luck that doesn't make him a running quarterback, even though he has better athletic measurables than Cam Newton. Yeah, you know. But hey, man. Hey, but hey, but we have definitely digressed. Listen, this is People's Champ Radio, man. Hey, I forgot to say earlier. Also, hit us up. On iTunes, we in the podcast section there as well. You can hit us up 
uh, on the podcast section. That's in addition to all of the social media and the YouTube channel of People's Champ Radio. Hey, let me hit you with this, mm-hmm. uh, Cash. I don't hey, know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, One yeah, go ahead. Kid bit about Lamar Jackson. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. They have him projected to go to the Steelers because you know Big Ben's out of there. Big Ben's out of there. You know, After I don't. This year, I wouldn't like ahead. that. And it's not that I, don't, that I don't think that like he would work well with the Steelers. Here's what I don't like. It seems like the Steelers are the only team that like consistently get black quarterbacks. And it's, the, no, it's the rule. Hey, it's the rule. Yeah, it's the rule. you know what I'm saying? Like, what the? What, what, no, I know. hate it. I'm just <laughs> you saying. feel me? Okay, listen. You know what's crazy, bro? The Vikings are at 30. Bro, if the Vikings could get Lamar Jackson, bro, my God, they'd be a fucking terror, man. They got the offensive weapons. And they defense is stout, bro. If they can get a guy like this, a dynamic court, because here's the deal. He can throw exactly how Ted, Teddy Bridgewater and um, uh, who's the, is it Case Keenum right now? He can throw as good as those guys coming out of college. That he's that That's going to be like as good as he can throw, right? Little dump offs, little, you know, um, uh, uh, crossing routes. He can throw those routes right now. As he can play for a team like the Vikings, my goodness. But yeah, we'll see, man. We'll, yeah, see. We'll, see, we'll see what happens man but i wanted to hit you with this and i, and I don't know if you listen to these uh if you've come across them but you know when we're coming out of the new year to 2018 um what became i don't know how popular they are now um but they used to be kind of something that, that people looked uh looked for on on your radio or something like that these wrap-up uh raps where they you know i think my man mad skills where he would do these wrap-ups of the year you know rapping mm-hmm. about what went on throughout the year and now over the last couple of years your man's from i think it's from your man's from new york uncle murder has also started doing these wrap-up songs and now all of a sudden like a song yeah so it's like you know they do the little rap about what happened in the whole year over the course of the whole 2017 and they rap this yeah and Mm. so apparently there's some beef now let me let me cut you off on my kanye shit it's some shit i'm definitely not interested in and hearing a rap song about like the entire year but go ahead actually kind of cool i mean some of it is tight you know what i'm saying some of it is tight it's oh, wrapping yeah, up it, the year it, it's definitely kind of corny but yeah it, go ahead. No, it's a it's it's a, it's a cool little shtick you know what i'm saying that they do and, I, and again uh-huh. it was something that that mad skill started but now they got apparently some beef <laughs> because uncle uncle murder went in and i guess you know for lack of a better term took took his trap house and now they got some quote-unquote wrap up wrap up rapper beef which i'm looking around like because my man mad skills just dropped a diss and i'm looking around like confused i don't know what the hell is going on right now mm, 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 <laughs> i don't know what's going on and, and i'm like i don't know how quote-unquote hip-hop this is or isn't I, I, you know, you know. shout out to uncle murder though for uh for first of all changing his name i forgot what his name was before but changing his name to uncle murder um, yeah, that's a hell of a name, boy. Yeah, listen. <laughs> that's a, listen. Boy, I tell you what. <laughs> listen, he went with the Uncle Murder name. You know the feds watching. And, and, and you know, I don't know about that one. And you know, it's funny because he was just on the Breakfast Club talking about his little wrap-up stuff. Uh, hey, the Breakfast Club's gonna have my man Uncle Murder on that joint a couple times, man. Shout out to Uncle Murder, man, for getting the spotlight on y'all boys. New, New York, New York. Yeah, and you know, I can't really give you a no disrespect to Uncle Murder, but I can't give you any songs. You know what I'm saying? Whoa, I, whoa, 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 hold on. I'm not gonna let. I'm not gonna sit here <laughs> and let you disrespect my good friend Uncle Murder. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. 
I can't give you. I that. won't do it. I'm just telling you, man. I think he got a mixtape he just dropped. I don't know, man. Yeah, man. Uncle Murder, man. Hey, Uncle Murder's Christmas. Hey, man. listen. I know that I can't, you know, according to Joe Budden, to, to a Joe Budden-ism, I really can't, like, you know, really speak on him because I haven't heard his whole catalog, right? So maybe I got to fall back on Uncle Murder because I ain't heard hey, his listen, whole catalog. Based on man. what Joe Budden said, <laughs> Uncle Murder might be top five all time because I've never heard his entire catalog. <laughs> Ta, 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 your, ta, man, ta. your man Joey Budden said, hey, listen, Joe dog, fucking Budden. if you I'm haven't really. heard somebody's whole catalog, maybe you can't really rank them. So, you know, I don't know what that Joe means. Joe Budden said, if you haven't heard someone's entire catalog, you don't, you can't rank them in the pantheon of, you know, top artists. Okay. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it was some weird <laughs> shit. Okay. It's some weird stuff, it, dog. Boy, that's some weird world, logic. No, it's it's it's, it's, it's an ice cold world. world for him. But you know, so I didn't watch Steph Curry in uh, college or high school, so I really don't know how good Steph really is. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, you didn't you ain't see his whole body of work, dog. Yeah, I ain't seen. I ain't watch him in junior high. I didn't watch him. You know what I'm saying? Before that, I ain't watch his AAU. So I really don't know how good Steph Curry really is. Yeah, you know what? You know what's funny? It's always typically the same type of rapper. That make statements like that, that say Absolutely. stuff like, uh, you gotta listen to this. It's always the guys who whose stuff really never, never quite took off. And you know what I'm saying? Right. It's always those guys that, you know what I'm saying, start saying stuff like, oh, well, it don't really matter anyway. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, anybody can make a hit record. It's about none of that. All right. <laughs> Right. Hey, because then when, when people start saying stuff like anybody can make a hit record, and I'm not saying that Joe Buttons, and I'm not saying that Joey Button no. said that. I'm just saying, you know, no, I mean, no, just no, in no. general. Well, Joey Button has said that before, by the way. Oh, has yeah, he? Damn, Joe, Joe cold, cold world, kids, Joe. Though. It's a right, cold listen, world, Joe. Joe. But Joe likes to, uh, you know, he likes to cover all bases. So whatever you think he said, he's probably said it. So you know, that's his style. That's how Joe likes to roll. Joe, Joe might be getting it. some of this Diddy money though, right now. I hope he does get this revolt money. Shout out to what Joe did up there at Complex. He ain't feel like the bag was heavy enough, so he bounced. Shout out to the big homie Joe Budden, man. For staying relevant out here in these streets. Yeah. It's a big thing. Listen. When you're not like actively rapping, but you're still relevant in hip hop, that's a beautiful thing. No, real talk. And Joe, to his credit, I think if I can recall, he was like the first definitely like a person in hip-hop that was heavy like always mm -hmm. on like the uh social media, social media stuff yeah. you know what i'm saying he was post listen he made tahiri a household name you feel absolutely. me absolutely so you know whatever little bag she's getting right now he definitely deserves a piece of that uh, oh yeah i hope hey joe i hope you're getting your 10 percent. i don't know what kind of paperwork y'all sign <laughs> you know what i'm saying but i hope you're getting your i hope you're getting your 10 percent but if it wasn't for pump, pump, pump it up, I never would have heard it to hear. Hey, because I know my man Stevie J said he's still getting his 10%. Uh, <laughs> my, man Stevie, my man Stevie getting that 10% up out of Young Jocelina. Hey, listen, stop. shout out to Stevie J because whenever I think of females saying they want like a quote unquote good guy, <laughs> my perfect example is no, you don't. And then my I point man. at my man Stevie J. So shout out to my man Stevie J for being a shiny example of why women don't really want a good guy. So that's the you think. So you thinking that that's just women just talking? They don't really want a good dude out here in these streets. Talk hey, to listen, him. Hey, talk to him, Cash. What females really want? Talk bro. that stuff, Cash. What they really want, bro, <laughs> they want to go shopping at Louis V. Okay. You're right, you dig? They want the red bottoms. They want the bloody shoes. <laughs> Point blank, period. <laughs> Women want the ball, period. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> women want the ball, period. You dig? So listen, however they get the ball, whether it's with a Harvey Weinstein or, oh. uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going there, or a Hugh Hefner, or, uh, you know, so whoever, hey. whoever, whoever's willing to put up the bag. Women got allegiance to the hotness. That's the thing about women. They got allegiance <laughs> to the hotness. So I'm not even mad at them. You dig? Go get this money. They out here not trying to really work for for, for real, for real. Hey, listen, women told y'all, ballers are going to ball, period. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, listen, because here's the thing, right? You know? If you're a woman and you've been in like the, uh, uh, like the, the social eye for, for 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 any any moment of time you can always apparently this is a new thing i'm seeing you can always even if you've never done it before fall back on this you're doing like fitness modeling now you can all for, for whatever reason that's like plan. this new fallback plan oh that's the new sex plan because listen, <laughs> you can just it's always new. levels you know what i'm saying it's like okay if i can't be the fitness model then fuck it i'll strip now i gotta go to the more <laughs> damn you know what i'm saying not nah, real talk because there's nothing in between Right? Hold on, it's nothing in between. Hold on, hold on, say that again. It's nothing, it's nothing in between fitness There's nothing model in between, bro. You start off trying to be a model, <laughs> then you look up and everybody's a goddamn model. You dig? <laughs> you got dudes that look like female models now, right? Cold world. Um, so everybody's a model, right? You can't do the modeling shit. So what you do, you like, if you got a nice little body, well, fuck it, I'll do fitness. I'm attractive, my body already nice. So, you know, I'll play like I've been eating right and exercising all my life. You dig? After that, if that shit flop, then you start looking for the next come up. You start off, you know, you want to be quote unquote classy. So you, you know, start off as a waitress somewhere, start off as a bartender. I ain't talking strip club, regular club. But then you see a stripper who got the bag, who got the ballers are going to ball, Cindy <laughs> bag, who got the ballers are going to ball, red bottoms on, right? And then you start looking around like, well, shit, I just made a quarter of what she making in the night, you dig? Next thing you know, you're a, a waitress in the strip club, and then you see brothers making it rain on them, and now you're you know, now you're at the top of a really high pole doing tricks. Hey, listen. But I died. I don't know how we even got here, but let me say this about me waitresses either, in the strip club. <laughs> let me say this about waitresses in but the strip club. But I love club. it. I don't know how we got to this point in this conversation. <laughs> let me say I this. I don't even know where this shit began, real talk, but I love it. <laughs> let me say this. Who knows? Here, here's been my theory for years on waitresses <clears throat> in the strip club. You are hold always. On, Roy. Hold on, hold on, Roy. Listen, I love you like a brother, so I got to. I gotta make sure you're real careful with what you're saying because you're in a you're in a, a committed marriage right now. Hey, listen. So man. I don't want I don't want wifey to to pop in and, and, and then have to question you about whatever theory you're about to drop. So be real careful. Hey, listen. Because you know the feds is watching. But go ahead. Before I was anything, I was Roy Mack first and foremost. So here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing, right? My theory. Hey, listen, two stories, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, man, listen. Here's the deal. Um, one thing you got to understand is that I would always tell people when you're a waitress in a strip club, you are one, any type of little thing away, one high light bill, one high cell phone bill away. Because all you need is just like that little extra motivation. You really want to do it anyway. But you trying to like, ah, nah, I just waitress, da, da, da. One high light bill comes, a high cell phone bill, something happens. You just need something to go wrong or something to happen for you to be like, something all right, to push you over the That's edge. all you need because you really want to do it. You know what I'm saying? You just need for something to be like so that you can justify it in your brain. You know what I'm saying? Because typically waitresses, 
and I've talked to some of these waitresses, they typically try to convince themselves that they have a higher quote unquote moral ground, right? Absolutely. Then the strippers. Yeah, in. somehow they got a higher moral yeah. ground, which is all, you know, I'm not I'm not here to debate morality. I could care less what you do. You know what I'm saying? Knock yourself out. I'm not judging any of y'all. I think it's all good. You feel me? Right. But it's I, all good. Yeah. I've seen a lot of them uh kind of talk and I'm like, okay. And then I come in back you you come back in six months later, you're like, oh shit. Oh, okay. That's what like you said, now, now you up there doing tricks. All right, cold world. Yeah. Right. Oh, we got some new talent up there. Okay. But hey man, listen. Ho- hopefully, because my man Cash just told y'all you can go, you go from <laughs> there's no in between between fitness yeah, no model and stripper. And, and listen, let me let me explain the no in between. It's no in between if a female really ain't out here trying to work. Now, if you out here trying to work, it's a lot of jobs on like Monster.com, Career Builder, LinkedIn. It's a lot of work out here, you dig? <laughs> but some people are trying to take a certain path that most would call a shortcut. But I digress. Real talk, though. Real talk, man. Hey, let's 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 rapidly get the hell out of there. I don't know how we got there. We went down the rabbit hole. Hey, I love being where we are right now. I love it, man. Because ballers are going to ball, period. Let's talk about some ballers real quick, man. Let's talk about some big ballers, if you will. Um, LeVar Ball. Oh, man. (laughs) LeVar Ball. Oh, man. Hey, hold on, man. We're going to start 2018 talking about the big homie, my friend, LeVar Ball. Hey, listen, here's the deal. Um, I didn't know how real this whole thing was going to be with his with his two sons, his, his two younger sons going overseas. But apparently they, they are there now. <laughs> you feel That's me? That's the definition of shit got real. Once no. they really signed <laughs> yeah. and gave up all eligibility to amateur sports, I was like, oh, shit, this is real. Yeah, yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, man. So and Lavar about to start up a league. Shout out to my nigga Lavar Ball. I'm interested to see where that's gonna go because I think that's gonna take. You know, I think that's probably some years away. Um, starting that up because I don't know. You know, I, I like I, I don't know because I would think. Oh, man, listen, I don't know if it's years away. Well, here's here's the reason I, I say that. Know. But here's the reason I say that because I think if it's not years away, if it's something that you're gonna start next year, I would think that you would probably keep your youngest son so that he can play in it. I thought so too. You know what I'm I saying? Too. You feel me? So but that's listen, what, he's smart because if he's really gonna get like really talented guys, he don't, he don't want expose, his young son. He don't want to expose boy, his <laughs> little ass. Boy, that nigga get his ass throw up. Listen, I'll take I'll take Mellow Ball to to, to fucking uh the Pavilion fam out there, Richmond Rosenberg, and he'll get his little ass ran on me. <laughs> I'll take his ass to the Pavilion with them double rims. Woo, so you saying you're not a Lamelo Ball fan? I can't be a fan of a 15 year old basketball player. Hey, well, 16, hey, so hey listen. Hey, listen. That's gonna, hey, that's gonna eliminate you already. This is 2018. This is 2018. I'm seeing these dudes out here. Wait till. Hey, listen. It's a, <laughs> it's a lot of be these. I can't a fan of a 17 year old. It's a lot of these uh, 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 chat niggas, if you will, <laughs> that, mm-hmm. are fan, that are fans a bunch of these kids. Of jobless nerds. <laughs> okay. Because you know me, I always told people, listen, I, I said this. 15 years ago, I can't be fans of people that's younger than me. I said this, and, and I was a young dude then, because people were trying to get bro, me to be fans. I, I was like, yo, listen. When I was young. I was like, listen, bro, I'm not fans like, of nobody that's younger than me. Nah, I can't do it. But I yeah, can I appreciate don't. what you're doing, but me, like, you know, waking up to watch you play, nah, nah, on my mic, me. listen, I know Mike Golick always talks about he's not a fan of anything. I'm not as <laughs> I'm not as over the top as Mike Golick, but real right, talk, what? my fandom what? ended in like maybe high school. Like I stopped really like fan. You know what I'm saying? I mean Kobe. Absolutely. Was, Kobe was 
Kobe was my last, that was the last dude I rolled out, pause, but that was the last dude that like, I, you know, hey, that's my guy for his career. Bam, that's over. It's a wrap for everybody. I, hey, I just well, listen, watched. Once AI retired from me, I just started watching basketball and holistically. Like, okay, you know, it's a good game. AI got, once AI, well, not when he retired, once he left Philly, I was like, okay, it's over for me. You didn't like Kobe. that, you didn't like that Denver AI, dog? Hey man, shout out to AI. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. You're not gonna sit here and slander <laughs> the, the the third greatest two guard of all time. I'm not gonna do it. Uh oh, third greatest. Hold on, man. It's, it's, I'm not it's, gonna sit here and let you slander the third greatest two guard of all time. So he's a two. Is he a two or is he a point guard? Hey, well, he led the NBA in scoring five times or four times so i don't know what right. kind of point so guard does that my man I, I don't know what hey i don't know what point guard leaves the nba and scores four times i just don't i, I ain't hey. never seen it. my man nate tiny archibald did it let the nba in scoring and assist how many times i want to say maybe two or three hey first of all i, I need to look up that the percentage of african-american players that were playing when nate was playing see i gotta i gotta get a lot of facts I ain't hey got the man facts i'm not nate. gonna act like you finna sit here trying to come <laughs> my man nate archibald i ain't gonna stand hey, for that hey roy, <laughs> hey roy was born in uh roy was born in the 80s and he's off some goddamn nate Tiny hey listen archibald. man i gotta hey, you, hey, hold on hold on you know when what you know when you don't know shit about a player well, you give me their first, their middle name, and their nickname. Yeah, man, Nate Tiny Archibald. Hey, that's well, because if I say Nate, if I say Nate Archibald, is <laughs> you know what's funny about 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 uh, Tiny? Oh man, it's people that really don't know his that 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 don't know Nate Archibald. Goddamn right. Yeah, if you say Nate, if you say Nate Archibald, people really look at you like, hey, you say Tiny. Hey, oh, because y'all, hey, y'all really don't know who the hell Nate Archibald is. <laughs> no, that's real talk. So I got, hey, I got to I got to dumb it down. <laughs> Hey, listen. Hey, but look, ain't, hey, but look, ain't no, uh, ain't no guy who got six All Stars in the same breath as Allen Iverson. Ain't no guy who has six All Stars under his belt it, uh, it is in the same breath as Allen Iverson. Go check the tape. Hey, listen, man. I'm not hating on Allen Iverson. I'm just saying, is he a point guard? Is he a two guard? That's all I'm saying. Well, let the NBA score four times, man. You a king combo guard? You tell me, Rolex. Uh, you sick. tell me, Roy Mack. Well, you know, listen, he held point. He guarded the point. I mean, he was too small, obviously, to guard the two guards. Well, yeah, I was about to say. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> um, I mean, because yeah. I don't, I would hate to say that Eric Snow was the point guard on that team. I mean, he, you know, my God, what a trash. You know, no disrespect to Eric Snow, but, you know. Hey, man, shout out to the big homie Eric Snow for just having a hell of a career and ride it out. That's the definition of riding your fucking career out, Eric yeah, Snow. Shout out to Eric Snow. But, hey, let, let, me, let me say this, because I, I had something I wanted to get to with LeVar. Um, I saw something where LeVar is saying that your man Ballers are gonna ball Your here. man He said that your man Luke Walden right now Has just lost control He don't have any control of the team And let me tell you why this whole thing Just like didn't make any sense to me Because I'm trying to figure out And people were like really commenting on this And writing stories I'm looking around like Who gives a damn That team is terrible Right Right um, Not because they don't have any talent But all the talent is super young The coach obviously is a first year full time coach You know we used to go to state but he's a first-year coach. He's young, you know what I'm saying, for a coach. The team is young. But I'm looking around at, like, why do people have these weird-ass expectations that somehow this Laker team was going to stumble into the playoffs? And I'm hearing stuff like, well, hey, I thought Brooke Lopez was really going to be – Brooke Lopez? You know, no disrespect to Brooke. He's had a good run in the NBA. But if you thought Brooke was going to somehow put you in the playoffs or put you over the top with a bunch of young dudes, stop. Well, you know what the problem is? First, it's Alonzo Ball, a.k.a. the LeVar Ball effect, right? It's 
a point guard that you're drafting and you're saying he's going to be as good as Magic, at his worst, he's Jason, right? That's the first thing, the hoopla, the hype, the, um, the, 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 the ceiling of Lonzo. But then what happened was they start looking around at other players on the team and start projecting where they could be. And instead of saying, okay, in three, four years, we'll really reassess Ingram because like they're saying like he's supposed to be like a Kevin Durant kind of guy, right? But instead of saying like in three to four years, they're looking at him like, well, hold on, right now he should be Kevin Durant. You get what I'm saying? So that's the problem. They started to um, project the ceiling of these players this year along with just being miseducated because if you got Julius Randle and um, Brooke Lopez is that the Lopez brother that's out there? Is that Brooke? Yeah, one of them. Also. Okay. <laughs> if you have, well, yeah, one of them. Same guy to me. They all look the same. <laughs> so if you got those two guys playing significant minutes and Kyle Kuzman is a rookie and he's by far the best offensive talent you have then logically you should know what you're going to do is like be nowhere near the playoffs at this point, right? If Julius Randle and Brooke Lopez are in your rotation getting heavy minutes, you're not a playoff contender. And especially not in the West. The Timberwolves are struggling and they got a franchise center. They got a franchise wingman, right? Well, they got two franchise wingmans, real talk, and Wiggins and Butler. You dig? So I'm looking around like, what are y'all what are y'all talking about? You know what I because think? Because the Timberwolves are also in the West, and Jeff T's a much better point guard than Lonzo Ball at this point. I think so, what happened. It's a cold world. I think your man Skip successfully convinced motherfuckers. But Skip. Yeah, he successfully because I think shame. he was the first person that I remember really saying it out loud that they were going to make the playoffs, that they had a shot at making the A yeah. sheet. Yeah, and he did. You know what I'm saying? But the combination of him and LeVar Ball continuing to say this. Shout out LeVar Ball. You know what I'm saying? Kind of made people like buy into this. And it, it listen, under, one thing you got to understand uh, about Skip, if you don't know this, and I don't know why you don't know this, but if you, in case you don't, he don't mean so nothing. if you don't know, now you know. He doesn't mean any of that shit he says. <laughs> He's just <laughs> talking, bro. He's just hey, talking. Skip just gets to this paper. Yeah, man. Skip don't mean that. What did he say the other day about LeBron? Didn't he say LeBron is like the fifth or sixth best player in the league? He don't really believe that, bro. He's just talking. You feel me? He don't really believe yeah, that man. some of the stuff he says. You feel me? Um, Skip hilarious, man. Because he, you know, what Skip is created is a caricature, right? Exactly. The anti, like he, and now what he has to be, he has to be the anti-LeBron guy. Skip wants the Cavs to beat the Warriors as if it's really an even matchup. Right. He's saying stupid stuff like LeBron's legacy is going to take a hit if he doesn't beat the Warriors. I'm looking around like, hold on, y'all can't tell me that the Warriors are, because this is what people are saying, the, the pundits, right, that the Warriors are the greatest team ever assembled and then say LeBron's Absolutely. legacy is going to take a hit if he don't well, beat them. Well, here's the deal. They were saying that the Warriors were, the, were arguably the best team ever when they went 73 and 9. <laughs> right. Then they, who wasn't on that roster? <laughs> then they See, added KG. People forget. people forget when they went 73 and 9, the immediate conversation was, can they beat that Bulls team? Yeah, because then you get KD and it's like... And you didn't have KD. Now, I know some idiot will come to Ava, but they bench was deeper. They had Matt Boy. I don't give a damn about no... Uh, no Harrison Barnes, you got <laughs> Kevin Durant. So what I'll do is because like whatever minutes like Harrison was getting, I'll just like let Kevin play those minutes. Get the hell away from me. Yeah. Kiss me. 
And that's the stupid. And that's when that's when, when when you start saying shit like that. That's when you know, like, yo, Skip Bayless don't believe what he's saying, bro. Nah. This dude's just and listen, talking. If he does believe that, he's an idiot. So either way, right? Either way, yeah, you shouldn't yeah. listen to it. <laughs> either way, right. you shouldn't. Pay. That's the thing. What you, you should do? Like, hey, he does believe it. Okay, we'll get out on him. What you should do is just be entertained by it, because that's what it is. He, he he's there for it, which is cool, because you know, hey, I don't got no problem with somebody providing entertainment. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, man. But he don't believe it. Yeah, but it's that's not business. a that's not a real quote unquote sports take when you say stupid shit like that. That's not a nah. real. You're not being honest. You know what I'm saying? You're just talking just to be talking. If so. you're trying to tell me that Kevin Durant joining a 73 and nine team is now a better player than LeBron, you just don't know shit about basketball. Period. I'm sorry, you just don't know shit about basketball. Well, you know, listen, <laughs> listen. Durant and LeBron have always been the exact same players that they are right now. Right. So if you didn't think Durant was better. And OKC with more pressure and more, you know what I'm saying? Responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Bro, this nigga out here passing to two guys who are in like the top 10 shooters of all time. Like, stop. <laughs> and he, oh, by the way, he's in the top 10 shooters of all time. What are we talking about, man? Hey, speaking of Kevin Durant. Um, he donated some money recently to the University of Texas. I think about three, three million. Yeah, I think like three or four million, something like that. Donated some paper down there. He secured the bag out there. Shout out yeah, to Kevin man. Durant, man. Um, Shout out to KD. And see, here's what you gotta understand about money. Because he donated that money, the first thing that they did was they renamed that facility to the the, the basketball facility. They just now uh -oh, renamed. I know where you're going with this. Well, I, I, <laughs> hey, don't throw my girl under the bus, man. I know no, where you're going with no, this. No, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave her out of this. I'm gonna leave her out of this. I'm about to say, okay, okay. I'm gonna leave her out of this. I'm about to say it's gonna sound like a dog whistle. I'm gonna leave her out of this. Leave my home girl But let me this. say this: I did see Area 21. I just put that out there for the people who didn't know. <laughs> but um, uh, 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 hey man, shout out Tina Thompson, man. But um. Yeah, he, they renamed that facility. And so here's the thing, right? I, I just want to talk about money quickly. When you have money and you do stuff like that, that's what gives you influence in anything, sports, whatever. Yeah, when you start putting, you know what I'm saying? Hey, because if you really put me on, you need to put that cell phone in. You feel what I'm saying? Which so, goes back to the stripper conversation. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> Which goes back to the stripper conversation. I see where you was going with that. Yeah, man. Because I'm just saying, when you got that bag and, and, and he put it out there, understand now. I think they said that was the largest donation of any, uh, I don't know if it's any sports player ever in UT history, but I think they definitely, I know they definitely said basketball player. I think sports uh, 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 player ever. And understand. Hey, and shout out to uh, Kevin Durant, like in his accounting team, right? For moving that money around and making sure that, like, you know, he don't get taxed for that. Though. So shout yeah. out to his accounting and, team. And, and the thing is, too, right, with Kevin, Dur Kevin Durant, if you got to understand one thing I understand about, about this show and this platform, we don't count one and dones as college players. Kevin Durant's nah. a high school player. <laughs> he's yeah. a high school player. Yeah, he's, a, yeah, he's a high school player, man. Yeah. Straight out of high school. I'm not counting one and dones as college players. You can miss me with that shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Ben Please. Simmons. Ben Simmons told everybody that he wasn't even going to class after after they got after the season was <laughs> over. Hey, I don't go to class, dog. For what? Hey, Kyrie Irving played eight games at Duke. Yeah, don't listen, nobody I'm not, move. I'm not finna sit here and have these comments. So he really. So to me, he really doesn't have any real allegiance. In my opinion, now he may think different because he spent time there. And listen, if you've ever been to that campus out there, amazing Boy, campus, amazing college yeah, town. So I'm so sure. Much love out there. Yeah. You know so saying? I'm sure he had a hell of a time. You know what I'm saying? And, oh, and listen, yeah. it's good to, you know, give back. Shout out to Shaka Smart and those dudes down there. I like to see them play a little bit better, but, um, yeah. you know, it is what it is. But yeah, shout out to Kevin Durant, man. But I did want to bring up that LeVar Ball thing, though, because I thought that was hilarious, though, with him. So and the, and the I'm about Ball. to say, so let's circle back real quick to LeVar. 
just so the people who listening, you know what I'm saying, can understand what the take was. So your take on Laval was that, like, why the hell are people listening to him? Well, what, here's, what, so here was my thing, right? Here was my thing on, on, on Lavar because I know lavar just really just says stuff because he knows people are gonna print it so i really don't really pay i don't think lavar even really you know i don't really dissect lavar at all what i dissect kind of like what i was saying about skip what i dissect is the people that then write the articles and then mm-hmm. comment on the articles because i get confused <clears throat> by them because these are the people see people let me back up those people scare me about humanity and the reason right. i say that is because People like people like those people who just hear somebody say something and then start r- running with it. Those are the people mm-hmm. that end up in Guyana drinking Kool Aid with, with 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 Jim Jones. You feel what I'm damn. saying? Yeah, damn. Because Ooh. because damn. now damn. you'll you'll believe and listen to anything without even thinking about the shit first. And people, we not talking. I, I know you, you kids. You know, <laughs> got to back up, man. We're not talking about Jim Jones, the rap artist. Oh, we not right? balling. <laughs> this ain't balling. Yeah, we're, we're talking about the real Jim Jones. Go read about him. And then you may want to ask Jim Jones, the rapper, right? Why he chose that name. But I digress. <laughs> Dipset. Shout out to the Dipset reunion, too, man. Shout Dipset. out to the Dipset effing reunion. Dipset. Shout out to Mace. Yeah, hey, listen, Shout out to Mace you know, while we had the Dipset. Like, but go ahead. <clears throat> Pastor Mace on y'all boys. <laughs> but I feel like um, I feel like they're just not that smart. And here's what I mean: when Levar Ball talks, everything he says for them is an immediate headline because exactly. they don't have anything else to think of. Right. You dig? Right. So really, Levar Ball is keeping these motherfuckers in business in terms of having talking points. So LA, so you're in LA, Roy, right? And you're a you're a media member. You telling me that there's nothing else to talk about in your your article, right? Other than something that Lavar just said, that's crazy. And whoever's paying you, right? They need to start looking into like your job, because understand these are snippets from Lavar. He ain't sitting down talking to these guys. He's just talking out loud and keeping the pushing. Then they're writing entire articles, and now everybody on Sports Center saying, "Hey, Lavar calls out Luke Walton again." But then, then they just hold a whole meeting about how, like, anybody around the LA press that talks about um, that quotes Lavar when he's talking about the team is <laughs> gonna be fired or some shit. So that's how deep this shit got. So Magic Johnson and the LA Lakers organization has has been relegated to basically firing people, right? Because they're not smart enough to come up with their own material. And listen. This goes back to something you said years ago when Barack Obama got into office. Yes, sir. What did you say happened? Journalism died in 2007. Well, there you go. <laughs> Journalism well, hey, died. Well, you shouldn't be surprised. We're in 2018 now. Bullshit's going to continue to happen. Ballers are going to fall. You dig? Hey, that's what we got. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I don't know, you know, what the hell. Hey, what, what what's going on with you? What's your system over there right now? I'm hearing I'm hearing a lot of stuff over there right now. Hey, hold on, man. Yeah, I'm moving around. I'm moving around in the back seat over here. Hold on, yeah, man. All right, man, I'm good. This, yeah, this, my yeah, bad, man. Yeah, my bad, man. I know it's gonna be a little distorted on the playback, man. Deal with it, suckers. We <laughs> in. But no, PCR, baby. It, it's just goofy because first of all, if you just step away from that, from the goofiness of it, and you just read the article, the article is stupid. Or even the people talking about it. Well, because, and here's why it's stupid. Who gives a damn what LeVar Ball thinks about Luke Walton? Well, Luke Walton just better get his game plan together. And I'm not even saying like who, I'm not even saying like what he thinks. I'm just saying like on the surface, why the hell would any, first of all, if anybody's being honest about that whole situation out there, 
Luke Walden is a coach that's a bridge to whoever the future coach is going to be cool once ball. these kids. Yeah, once yeah. these kids get ready in terms of like, these are all young players. Uh, Kuzma, uh, uh, Alonzo, Ingram. Ingram. These are all young dudes. So yep. once they're ready to take that step and everybody like, okay, this is the team we're going to get. We're going to get some free agents to put around this. Trust yep. me, they're going to go get somebody else. They ain't going. Luke Walden ain't going to be the damn coach once that team's ready. That's just hey, real talk. Let me say this. They need a big free agent. L.A., needs a big free agent well, because I don't, know, I don't know if you saw this but Paul George has already come out publicly like right after they played LA and was like hey I do got a big decision to make this summer because he he's open about saying that 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 you know it's gonna be between OKC and, and, and the Lakers because he wants to go back to LA now Listen, we, it's a different conversation on whether or not he's that free that quote unquote big wow, free agent you talk about say, <laughs> I like Paul George a lot if I was Paul George's agent right I would send him to the East. I don't believe he's boss enough to be on the West and being the first tier guy to lead a team into the playoffs and have some real contention. You did. He's no James Harden. He's a second fiddle. He's a hell of a second fiddle. But Paul George ain't no 25 point a game kind of guy. That's just not his game. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't even play with that kind of urgency. Paul George needs to be somewhere on the East. You know, I, I would really like to see Paul George with the Sixers, bro. Real talk. Mm. I'd like to see him with a team like that. Um, now, you can say, well, they're young and need to develop. But I'm just looking at the East. Um, you know, obviously, you can't go to the Celtics. They got like three Paul Georges now. You know what I'm saying? Now, I it was my conjecture that they never should have got Haywood. And they would have looked great now because those two rookies are balling. You feel me? Well, the one rookie and Jalen yeah, Brown's second year. Second year. Um, but they are balling at the same position. So, to me... Boston's about to have a situation in which they got a little redundancy going on when Hayward comes back. You dig me? Um, but anyway, so I, I would send Paul George somewhere to the East, man. That's just me. That's just me. Unless Paul George is going to want to join like San Antonio or somebody. Or the, or the Rockets. You know, bro, he would be incredible with the Rockets, bro. Here's he why unbelievable with the Rockets. Here's why I got to give Paul George a level of maybe more respect um then 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 even I should. And I'm not saying that in a distant way. I'm saying it because I think he's thinking about making some of these moves he's gonna make. Because I think in his mind he thinks that he's on that level and that good. And good for him if he does think that. Because that's yeah, the way should. that's the way you I should. want my guys to think, right? That he that that hey I'm I'm on the level with the LeBrons, with the with the Durants. That he should feel mm -hmm. like that, that he's on that level. Now I'm with you. I think that he's a step below those guys. But he in I his mind too. should feel like that. So he should feel like Yeah, he's a four time all star, you know what I'm saying? So, he you know. should feel like he can go to LA be the guy put those young kids around them and they can make a run in a couple years he should feel like that and so i respect that well here's the deal i respect that in an era now where i mean you had this conversation privately i'm upset um not upset i don't think upset is the right word but i'm disappointed i guess with clay thompson because i know that i'm not going to get to see the best of clay i'm not going to get to see clay thompson in, in what i consider maximize his potential hey but ain't clay under contract right now though it ain't like he's a free could have been a free i agent, think he's though, gonna right? be i think his contract is coming up though and i know for a fact yeah, he's gonna so, resign hey, let's see if he goes to LA he's not he's you know not he's not he's gonna stay hell no Hell, and that's hey, why I said disappointed. Big, hey, he was talking big boy stuff when KD got there. He got on a bunch of, hey man, I ain't deferring to nobody. It sounded cool, right? He was uh -huh. coming off the little trip he took to China or whatever he was at. It sounded real cool when he was saying that until like shit got real in, in the finals. And you know what I'm saying? You know, right. you know, all that sounds cool. But 
you know, start passing them. Yeah, yeah, pass. yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? And listen, hey, but listen, hey, listen. Clay's averaging Paul George numbers, and he's like third fiddle, so it's funny to me too. But that's what I'm saying. He's, but that's the thing. On that particular team, everybody's gonna be open. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you can't come oh, off of anybody. I get it. No, so I get it. I get it. I'll take one on one. I'll take Paul George over Clay any day. Like and, free agents and put it I like and put George it like this. Clay I think as the alpha guy right now. The NBA is getting to see the best of James Harden, right? Absolutely. We wouldn't have get we wouldn't have got to see this had James Harden and everybody stayed in OKC. He would have still of been good, not. probably an All Star, but we wouldn't have been able to see what we're seeing now from him. So, yeah, you know, you when we grew up, we got a chance to see guys really listen. Dominique didn't really go far, uh, didn't have far runs in the playoffs, but I know for a fact that I got to see Dominique Wilkins maximize his best. talent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got absolutely. to see a max. And, and and as a person who watches the games, that's kind of something that like. I've been I'm looking at some of these guys I'm like man I don't think I'm getting to see the, the very best of him because I don't know if he's going to put himself in a position to where he has to really push himself and I get it it's tough now because when you look over there the, that Warriors team is young bro if you're being honest so oh, I know that's Super gonna be there. Young. Yeah, that's gonna be there for a minute. Clay's 27, <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be yeah. there for a minute over there. So you almost yeah. are forced to really team up. Um, if you really want to compete, especially if but you're gonna listen, if you're gonna go out west and not in the east and meet them in the finals. Listen, man, don't let these writers fool y'all into this whole if you don't got rings bullshit. You better go get this bag. They paying forty a year. And notice, but but I, I do want to point. I notice I never said the ring thing. I know you're not saying. I'm saying I said that, but oh, I, I know, never I said I, the yeah, ring yeah, thing. Cause I'm talking I, about these young. Punks. Yeah, because I could care less about a ring. I'm saying I want to see that dude, bro. Charles Barkley maximized what he did. You know what I'm saying on, yeah. on the court. You know what I mean? Listen, no Clay ring, Thompson's but he maximized. He's a great example, right? He's a great example because Clay Thompson for his career is averaging 19.2. Um, Clay Thompson, in my personal opinion, would never be on the level of the Ray Allens of the world um, because, right, he's doing it around a litany of talent. Now, be it that he's one of the uh, uh, pedestals, if you will, of the talent or the pillars of the talent, right? Um, he's still doing it around a litany of talent. Ray Allen showed me that as a franchise player, he was the boss of Dipset. You dig? Real talk. Um, and he did it like in multiple places. We, we saw it in Seattle Bro. and in Milwaukee. Yeah, listen. Guys, see, it's certain guys, like you were saying, who have shown me that they were the alpha dog and that as the best player on the team, you know what I'm saying, the Chris Webbers of the world, right who averaged 20 and 10 and like 1.4 blocks for his career like a guy like that i know what weber could have given me and no one's gonna convince me that if you didn't replace weber with kevin garnett on those uh celtics Celtics team that he couldn't also want to chip i'll never you'll never convince me of that you feel me you'll never convince me um that you know you couldn't have replaced a a t-mac um, and, and put him, you know what I'm saying, in, in the place of a Kobe, yeah. and, and he couldn't have won a ring with, with those Lakers. You'll never, so I've seen guys be able to carry teams and to carry the load. If Clay Thompson, if they really want to be mentioned in a pantheon of things, first of all, fuck all that, get your money. Yeah, get your bag but first and foremost. Simultaneously, by getting your money, you are going to be the Russell Westbrook, right? You're going to be the guy to lead the charge. So that's all I'm saying. Because Don't the thing these idiots. You know what I'm saying? Trick y'all into quote unquote championships. Now I want to hear that. Because shit. the thing they, is you know, now. They're not going to remember Clay at the end of the day. They're going to get all the credit to Steph and Kevin. That's just how the game goes. And with that Warriors team at this point, if you're re signing, you're definitely taking less money because they got to try to work all oh those contracts. God. So you're going to yeah. leave money on the table. Yeah. 
You leave a hell of money on, yeah. not just a little bit. You're leaving close to sixty on the table if you're a play counselor. Right, because Bro, at, in this NBA, he's a max guy. He's a two hundred and fifty guy in this NBA. Right, he's a max guy. So, bro, Westbrook just got what five years, uh, two hundred forty or something. Yeah, right. Like, bro, they giving out forty a year right now. <laughs> Go get this money. Right. And here's the deal, Clay. You're twenty seven. You're gonna be able to shoot like this until you're fifty. So after you do this little run, <laughs> this and nigga said until like, you're fifty. You, Damn, bro. Listen, he ain't going nowhere. Vince Carter is forty. Shout out to Vince Clay, Carter still getting these bags. And all he do is shoot. Vince Carter do a lot of jumping and shit. And Vince Carter like 40, nigga, 41, he's in the league. Clay, you can play these 45, my nigga. And you're going to be able to shoot the same. So what I'm saying to you is that you'll always be able to get that little, you know, third uh, option on the, uh, the fourth option on the court money. But you ain't going to be able to get this money after this re-up. It's over. Yeah, get you your money. I mean, in the words of two chains, get paid, young nigga, get paid. Yeah, man. Get this paper. Hey, man, the, 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 the hour is going by quick as hell right now, man. We, we... Oh, yeah, man. Hey, it's New Year's PCR. Ride with us, man. It's Cash. It's your boy Roy Mack, man. We talking that ish right now, man. Before we get out of here, though, man, let's. we got to talk about the NFL. Before we get to the playoffs, I want to talk about... Playoffs? Yeah. We are trying to win a game in Kansas City. We're going to hey, talk man, about hey, y'all listen, clowns. The Giants... Oh, oh shit. The, the, the Browns said, hey, man, we're trying to, trying to win a game. Talk man. to me about... Talk to me about your thoughts on this John Gruden situation that's about to go down. <laughs> <laughs> where he's not only going to be the coach, but oh, he's going to be the coach, the part owner, the damn. Nah, they, they nixed that part they, owner. Okay, they, they did. Okay, bad. cool. But hold on. Because it looked bad publicly. I personally believe that deal's still going on. Because that shit doesn't get. Like, bro, listen, what you can't do is talk to somebody about getting part ownership, right? And then they sign off. And then you say, well, hey, no, not, not part ownership. Just, uh, just, no, no. That's not how those conversations happen. You feel what I'm saying? So I believe they nixed it publicly. I do believe, still believe he's going to get some type of part ownership, bro. Real talk. Mm. Now, it may be under someone else's name. Right. But he's going to get part. Because that's too big. Think about what it had, what it would have taken for us to even start having a conversation about part ownership. Well, and, 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 and think about this you as well. Me? This isn't the first time that teams have tried to get John Gruden. So you know that it would have taken something that, that was really intriguing for him financially for him to be like, oh, shit. Okay, let me see what's popping in. You dig? Right. Because he's been That's sought after for the last, what, five, seven years? Every year? That's it's like who, So, yeah, I'm with you. So when you start talking ownership, that means that he passed up on the other shit you was offering. And then you had to say, well, okay, we'll also do this. Because no one comes to a nigga and says, hey, man, we'll give you ownership and $10 million. <laughs> right. Who's starting the negotiations there? Right. <laughs> so again, um, you know, listen, man, John Gruden. Shout out to John Gruden and Bill Cowher. They're the same guy uh, to me. Um, now Bill, now now Bill Cowher gets a lot more credit to me because you know what I'm saying he quote unquote bought the groceries and made the dinner, right? Um, you know, but John Gruden, you know, he went out and like passed the food out. You know what I'm saying because the food, the groceries already listen. That Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense is a top five defense, top three defense of all time. Probably top three, real talk. I know you're only 85 Bears, and I still I hear you. That Tampa Bay Buccaneers team is top three, top five defense of all time. To me, it's right behind those Ravens defense in the modern day NFL, right? Um, John Gruden has a winning percentage as a head coach of 54%. 
whatever you want to do with that. Now, people try to throw out all that shit with Super Bowls. And a perfect example is Eli Manning. And stay with me, kids, because I'm, I'm going to circle back. Eli Manning has always pretty much been the same guy. He's led the NFL in interceptions multiple times. His best season, he was like, you know, 28 touchdowns to like 14 interceptions. That's just the shit he does. But because he has two Super Bowls, people erase his mediocre uh, regular season stats. And they put him in the Hall of Fame. You dig? So when I look at a John Gruden, you take away that Super Bowl, like, why are we seeking it? Like, what's the, you know, what has he, he done that's revolutionized the game of football? And I actually like John Gruden as a personality. But as far as him being like this most sought-after head coach, I mean, you know, listen, bro, I, you know, maybe they just want to have a beer with him. You dig? Maybe they want to sit down and have a beer with him. I wish him all the success. You got a franchise quarterback. You got a team that's moving to Las Vegas, which is going to be the most interesting move in my in my era in football. I really want to see how Las Vegas receives teams. Um, it's a it's a storage franchise, right? That he's been a part of, obviously before. And you know, it is what it is. Yeah, man. I don't I feel shit. Here's here's what I don't feel. I don't feel shit because at the end of the day, bro, these owners are going to spend their money on exactly who they want to spend their money on. And I look at a guy like a John Gruden and I ask myself, so there's no new talent in coaching that you guys would even be interested in interviewing that you've been looking at this brother who's been out of the game for seven years, right? That's is that how decimated the, the coaches are and think about how much the game has changed in those seven years real talk hey man listen i ain't got to think about nothing but i hope the gm and the owner are thinking about that <laughs> <laughs> i hope to god that the gm and the owner are taking this um into consideration and apparently they have right uh, allegedly hey, funny to me funny to me too man Hey, listen, man, Al Davis rolling over in his grave right now. Right now, right now. <laughs> Al Davis wouldn't have put up with that type oh, of, hey, bro, dude, if you think that man. Al Davis would have talked, would have talked owner, giving up ownership with a ownership. coach. Ownership. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know what owner, like what owner would ever do that. You bro, listen, it's never, listen, understand how much money owners make in the NFL. Like, why would you like, because you Losing don't have to be owners. Right. Losing owners make right. That's what I'm saying. So you don't even have to give up owners because you can just get another coach. If a coach comes to you with ownership, like all right, thanks, hey, thanks, coach. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, go get somebody else. Bro. What the fuck are we talking listen, about? Listen, I'm gonna give you a breakdown of John Gruden's NFL success for a uh, ten-year stint. Oakland uh, from '98 to '01, eight and eight, eight and eight, twelve and four, ten and six. That's a hell of a run out there, right? Started off 500 two years in a row. Got look, but see contact he got lucky with rich gannon rich gannon gannon like, gannon he just get yeah, bro the gannon this <laughs> nigga he he remembered how to play quarterback and had a fucking mvp season you dig me in 02 so he had him and gannon were running the offense out there in 2000 to 2001 and they went to the afc championship back to back they lost the tuck rule game yeah right so he had a hell of a one, two, three. Real talk, that's how you get sold. When it, when a motherfucker has the four years he was there, you went to back-to-back AFC title games, and you should have been in a position of winning a Super Bowl if it wasn't for Tom Brady and the New England Patriots and all the all the plays they get away with, right? 
So what happens after that? The very next year, you go to Tampa and you go to the Super Bowl and you win it. Now here's what happened after that. 7-9, 5-11, hell of a season, right? Lost to Washington in a wild card game. 4-12, 9-7, 9-7. Then he got his ass up out of it. <laughs> so really, John Gruden, you look at his numbers and see, like, you know what, bro? He had a pretty, he had a hell of a run, right? Like you think. But what you didn't take into consideration is that it ain't like they drafted Rich Gannon and developed him, nigga. Rich Gannon was on his last fucking leg in Oakland, right? This nigga had MVP seasons at the end of his career. You dig me? That's the asterisk. Then you get to play with a defense that's already as simple and already is a top five defense in the history of the fucking NFL. No, there's no arguments about it. it period. So he gets that squad. You did. They win a Super Bowl. They limp on. The next best record they got was a wild card record at 11 and 5. And after that, shit hit the fan because everybody started getting out of there. So we never really saw who John Gruden really was. He got two asses by his name for me. You dig? It's kind of like uh, Kevin Sumlin in, in um, Texas A&M, right? Right. You hit the Johnny Manziel lottery. Johnny had some fucking incredible years. We don't know if uh, teams would have adjusted to him the next year. He got the hell up out of there. You know what I'm saying? Johnny got out of there when the going went good. Kevin Sumlin thought he had something in Kenny Trill. He kissed the baby. And, you know, the rest is history. Now his ass is out of there. So you, you'll get these coaches in situations with shit just already aligned for them. You dig me? Yeah. Like Jack Del Rio in Oakland. Bro, they right, got right. Car. Real like talk. Like Derek Carr, right, was playing MVP football. But then what happens when he ain't playing MVP football? You don't make the playoffs. So, you know. And the thing with John Gruden, and, that's a John Gruden story. And that's why I believe that there is, to your point, something going on with the ownership. Because you got to remember, he oh, had man. a he had a very cushy little job over there at ESPN doing a little doing a little stuff with the quarterbacks. Uh, oh, he still the draft. got it, and he still got it. And yeah. I, and 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 so you look QB around, coach dog. Yeah, you know, and you look around, down, you say, you know? man, because you know you got to think he's making a couple million doing that, right? Um. Oh, you know damn well he's on a money team. Right. And so why would I mean he's still relatively young? I don't know, bro. Oh, he's hella young, thirty nine. Yeah, you know, I hella young. I don't know. I don't know why he, he would want to get but we'll see. We'll see. Um you know, hey, in the words of Dion, must be the money, right? Well it says I I pulled up John Gruden's current salary. Says he's the highest paid on their employee with ESPN. Hey, well, that's, how, that, that's why they had to fire a bunch of people at ESPN because they paying John Gruden all the damn money. He's making six point five a year. Jesus Christ! <laughs> hold on, let's. So we got to now back up this entire conversation now. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, look. So then they start showing coaches' salaries, right? Pete Carroll making eight, Sean Payton making eight, yeah. and Bill's making seven point five, Andy making seven point five, John's no. making seven, Tom's making seven. No, nope. hey, he's getting ownership, bro. You don't leave six point five sitting in Bristol, Connecticut, not doing shit, bro. not doing, uh, not being under any pressure, bro, bro. His biggest pressure now is to talk to like new college quarterbacks who are coming into the league about like dissecting plays, bro. He has to have ownership because. What were they trying to say? It was like a ten, gonna be like ten million a year to, for his it's coach. It's gonna be ten a year. Ten years. No, is 10 that's 10. not enough. That's not. Listen, bro, that extra what three and a half million Ooh, is not. That's stress. 
That's 2.5 stress. Bro, you know what I'm Long saying? Long night. Hell no. He's getting ownership. He's getting ownership. That's what I said, bro. He, he has to be. They, just, they were like, okay. I, didn't, I figured he was making yeah. a, a few million. I didn't know he was making 6.5. If that's right, that's crazy, ESPN. For what? Oh, yeah, hey, this is hey, this report is coming from USA Today, so I'm inclined to believe it. Although Trump might believe it's fake news, <laughs> I'm inclined to believe it. <laughs> you dig? I'm inclined to believe it. And they said the big homie pulling in a cool 22.5 a year right now. Hey, listen, Doug. Hey, the failing USA Today. Um, <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Very sad, very sad. <laughs> poor ratings, very poor, very poor. Subscriptions ratings. are way down, way down. Way year. down, down, <laughs> all the way. My nigga Trump, pull them numbers out on Trump. Hey, first of all, they said this nigga was born in Sandusky, Ohio. Listen, in the wake of the Sandusky, I'm gonna need for that town to like just change that fucking name, bro. On me. I don't know what y'all, y'all can call it Sand, Ohio. I don't know what y'all want to do. Y'all want to change that name. Bro. You don't but like I, that I, Sandusky, I, dog? I don't like that Sandusky, bitch. The money team ain't going like that. Bro, change that shit, fam. Oh, man. All right, let's do this, man, before we get out of here. Let's talk about these playoffs in the NFL real quick. Playoffs? Let's talk about these playoffs. Man. A lot of Chiefs fans crying today, man. Feel like they got... Hey, my, like, I got one uh, sitting right, you know, that uh, lives right across the hall from me. Yeah, so, man. I'm seeing um, a, a lot of Chiefs fans. He shall remain nameless. I don't want to put his name out there because ballers are going to ball. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, but, you know, uh, I tried to cheer my homie up last night, man. He wasn't having it, man. You know what I'm saying? I thought, I, you know, I, he was on suicide watch. Uh, you know, he was on suicide watch. And uh, you know, um, it's listen. It's a cold world when you get beat by Marcus Mariota and an Alabama running back. Cold world. You're not messing with that, hey dog. Me and Sean Alexander. Me and Sean Alexander. We not gonna sit here and let you disrespect Alabama running back. These hooks is the only player. (laughs) He's the only person, bro, in the history of life that would draft Sean Alexander first. And that that draft y'all used to do on Madden. On Madden back in the day. Yeah. Damn, boy, what a sick pick. What a sick <laughs> pick, bro. Hey, it was then hey, it was then that I was like, oh shit, so Hooks doesn't know shit about football. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. Hey, I'm sense, not gonna man. sit here and let you talk about my friend like that, dog. That hey, is man, my dude. That's captain, my brother. Man. Shout out to the captain, man, but the boy ain't got it. That's Whenever mine. you pick a running back whose whose top speed is eighty eight, good look. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get nowhere with you. You know what I'm saying? Like the Sean. holes open, he ain't getting through it on time. Sean hey, but shout out to Sean Alexander, and shout out more importantly to Steve Hutchinson, right, for getting you that MVP season. But I digress. Y'all don't know who the hell Steve Hutchinson is, kids, because y'all don't know shit about football. But all right, let's look at this playoff picture, man. Okay. Yeah, man. So the the Titans are moving on. And the, the Falcons. Titans. A lot of people had the Falcons losing. I actually had the Falcons winning that that uh, the game yeah, against the Rams. I was confused why so many people thought the Rams would win. Um, well, because they wanted to crown the new quarterback, right? They wanted to crown Jared Goff. I saw a lot of disappointing things from uh, the Rams last night, and I'll tell you the the, the most disappointing. First of all, they should have won the game. I don't know if you got to see it. The I saw fucking, I saw most of it. Uh, the, the, the kick returner, nigga yeah. Cooper. Yeah. This guy lost the football game. Yeah. The guy lost two kick returns. Or a punt return and a kick return. He fumbled a kick return, turnover, and he muffed the fucking punt return essentially because it hit his player. And he never had to wear with thought. Like they, they special teams was trash yesterday. The Rams special teams coach needs to be on the hot seat. 
I don't want to say fired because I don't know his history there. But if that's his history, you got to get him the fuck out of there, bro. It was a punt. And it wasn't like no short punt, right? It was a punt, like a, a long-ass punt, bro. And the entire, the Rams, the, the guys who were supposed to be blocking, were like around the football like they were going exactly. to catch the motherfucker. And I was like, bro, what's the it was con- I didn't know if that was something that like they were trying to do a specific play. No, I was confused nah, by that. I no. was like, yo, what the, the hell's going on right now? was trash on the punt return. The nigga never like located the football, Cooper. Um, on, the, on, on the kick return, the brother fumbled. Hey, at that point, you got to fucking yank his ass. It ain't like he's some type of electrifying kick returner. You got to yank him, right? And, and here's the most the here's the most damning thing I saw in that game, though. Um, I saw the wide receiver Goodson. Damn, what's his last name? Goodson or Goodman? Damn, I hate that I, I don't remember this brother's last name. Balling. The dude was balling, bro, number 17. This guy, Sammy Watkins, was nowhere near to be found. People forget they traded a high pick for Sammy Watkins, man. They got a guy, Sammy Watkins, that... Let me take y'all back a little bit on Sammy Watkins, because, again, I know y'all don't know shit about football. Sammy Watkins' freshman year at Clemson, I watched this guy. I watched as many games as I possibly could watch. And I said then and there that he was the best player in college football. As a true freshman receiver, which I've never said in my life, as a true freshman receiver, I honestly felt that Sammy Watkins was the best player in college football. Like his, this guy was unbelievable. He was an unbelievable player, man. And he's been a huge disappointment in the NFL from two standpoints. He went to Buffalo, right? I know he's a down South brother. I want to say he's from Florida probably. Uh, yeah, he's from Florida. So I really didn't fault him in Buffalo because it's Buffalo. And they ain't had a receiver since Jake Reed, you dig? But, from what I'm seeing with the Rams team, and I saw the other receiver balling, yeah, I started was. looking around like, where the hell is Sammy Watkins at? Y'all on great, this is great weather condition. You know what I'm saying? There's no, there's no reason. You got an up-and-coming young quarterback. Y'all balling on offense. Yeah, Robert, it was Sammy Robert Watkins Woods. Still, Robert Woods, my bad, Robert. Robert fucking Woods, bro, balled up. Robert Woods been in the league for, you know what I'm saying, for some years now. He went, he um, went nine catches for 142 yesterday. And what's Sammy go for? One reception, 23 yards on four targets. And it was a uh, third down and um, short. It was a third and five in which they were one-on-one covering. And uh, Chris uh, Collinsworth called it out. It was one-on-one with Sammy Watkins, no safety over the top. Jared Goff didn't even look at him, bro. bro he That's only a had, telltale well, sign. Again, he, he only had four targets. Woods, uh, 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 Robert Woods had 14 targets yesterday. So right. They're not even That's looking at so, you. They're not you know looking in your direction. Like? That sounds like uh, Dez Bryant versus every all the other receivers for the uh, for the for the for the Cowboys. You feel me? That sounds like someone. Well, and let me say this: they actually did target Dez, by the way. But it sounds like, based on the namesake, the other players, Williams and you know Cole Beasley, unfortunately, are actually getting better numbers than Dez Bryant, bro. That listen, the Rams got to reassess that Sammy Watkins shit, fam, or move him. I don't know what they need to do with to get moving to the slot. But you can't have a guy who you traded those kind of assets for who was a top five pick. I want to say he's like the fourth pick in the draft. And I don't want to call a brother bust because he's been injured. He's been in Buffalo. I'm really trying to hold off. But I got he got one more year for me. I was going to say, I don't want you to start bug dancing about if he's a bust or not. Don't, you know. Well, you know me. I, well, once I make my decision, it's made. You did? <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. I don't want to jump. Because listen, I understand circumstance. No, real talk. That's, that's real talk. That's real talk. The brother was in Buffalo. 
And they don't even throw the football like that with Tyrod for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, listen, bro, he's he's young. He's 24, right? He's still young. Yeah, he's a fourth pick in the draft, fam. Yeah. That was a first-team All-American as a true freshman. Like, my G, you, I, I got to see something. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, real talk. Now, look, I say he was in Buffalo, but I got to kiss the baby a little bit. Because his first, his first year in Buffalo, he had 982 for six touchies. His second year, he had 1,047 for nine. So he was projecting, in a, you know, pretty damn good. Before the, the injury, next right. Year, though, the next year, though, he got hurt in yeah, Buffalo. Exactly. Right? So I, he got hurt for eight games, so whatever, right? That year's a waste. In L.A., he only, you know, he's 600 yards for eight. But he still had eight touches, but he had 600 yards. So I don't know, man. Watching Sammy, man, and I'm just hoping that injuries don't derail what he could have been. But, you know, at this point, you know, he's still super young. So, again, I'm not going to throw – when you when you put up damn near 1,000 in your first two years in Buffalo, I can't start calling you a Well, yeah, because at that point, you're living yeah. up to what you're supposed to be doing. Well, bro, the guy had six touchdowns and nine touchdowns, and then he had eight this, this past year. Right. So, the talent's there. But when I'm watching him in the playoffs, I'm really, like, looking around, like, why the hell ain't Sammy Watkins getting the football? Yeah, because like, I'm going to need for him and Dez. Well, you know, you know what I think about Dez. I, I just need for Boy. you, if it's a one-on-one, I need for you to get open. That, that's just all I need. You know what I'm saying? Well, and I also need the quarterback to have faith in you. Because if the quarterback's right. not looking your way, he saw right. some shit that was like, hey, hey, listen. You know what I'm I saying? Can't, yeah, I can't even rock with you. Right. That's like you you playing in the basketball court with hooks and, and Q. Q wide open and you decide to, like, you know, go to a double team and force the ball to, like, you know, to lead somebody. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I, I just don't trust but anyways, man, I, I just wanted to give y'all a football lesson because y'all know shit about football. <laughs> so Tennessee is moving on to play the New England Patriots. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be an easy game for the Patriots. Uh, that motherfucking stay getting layups, man. This shit's unbelievable, man. Yeah, they'll, they'll so smack Jacksonville's up the Jacksonville's probably going to move on. That's why I got moving on to play the Steelers. Any any uh, thought at all that, that they're going to – I think it's going to be a blowout. I think they, they're, they're going to blow the Bills out. I don't think the Bills have a prayer in the world. To win that game. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be a blowout because Jacksonville's offense is trash. Well, I'm predicating I on think saying it's gonna be an ugly ass game. I'm saying that I, I don't think the well, I'm predicating the blowout on if the quarterback doesn't make any mistakes in terms of right, interception right, right, or something right, right, stupid. Right, 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 right. If he if he yeah, plays mistake yeah, free, if he plays mistake free, you know, I don't think it's it, it, there's any way that I'll that put it like this: Do I ever feel like it's gonna be a point in the game in which I legitimately believe Buffalo has a shot to win? No. Exactly. Whether the score is six to zero or nine to three. It's gonna me? feel like more, yeah. Even if it's six to zero, it's gonna feel like more. Let's get to the big game though, right now, man. Yeah, let's get to the big boys, the big nuts. Cam Newton, and the, Cam Newton, and the Panthers yeah. going up against the Saints and Drew Brees. Oh man! <laughs> hey, listen. Both plan, teams are eleven to hey, five. Look, eleven and five. Yeah, eleven and five. Players are going. <laughs> uh, I gotta quit doing that shit. That shit's funny. Shout, shout out to Jamie Foxx, man. That guy's a that guy's a fucking genius. But um, yeah, listen, that's really simple for me actually. I'm going with New Orleans because they now have a real running game, right? They have the ability to throw short passes. I believe in Drew Brees' consistency over Cam Newton's excellence. Because Cam Newton, when he's great, he could look like a first ballot Hall of Famer, right? But what Cam Newton, and, and, and it all snowballs, by the way, with Cam. There's no, like, consistency with it. You can tell when Cam's about to have a bad game, bro. This shit is sick. If you watch Cam in the first couple of possessions, you're like, okay, this is going to be a bad day for Cam. 
Last week, they played terrible. And the New Orleans Saints are rolling, bro. They got that rhythm down. They know what they're going to do. With New Orleans, with uh, the Panthers, excuse me, I feel like they never know what they're going to do. I love their defense. But offensively, they wonder, okay, is Cam going to be able to run today? Or if he can't run, then they don't got shit else. But I know what I'm going to get out of Drew Brees, bro. So I just got to take the And I, I just trust. And although Cam's had, you know, great success in New Orleans, I'm just looking at New Orleans this year. And what their backs are doing and taking the pressure off of Drew Brees. And I know Drew Brees is going to throw me a consistent three hundo up there. I got to believe in that at home. I just have to. And I'm with you. Listen, and these type of games, this is why I stopped gambling on and football. And I hate saying that well, I but love Cam. This is why I stopped gambling on football because everything you said makes perfect sense. The only thing is I look at Cam Newton and I say, damn. Wild card, bro. I say, damn, I think Cam Newton can win this shit because, like you said, I think he can. What if he does play great? What if he does play the way that we know he's capable of playing? Then he can. They can easily win that game. Yes. If if the Panthers because derail your whole fucking game plan. Exactly, because the Panthers defense is solid. So let's say the Panthers defense yes, steps sir. up and they start I shutting down. They start shutting down that two-headed running game, right? So that mm -hmm. running game gets stifled. Um, yep. and, and on the well, other end, Cam Newton running. They have the ability to do that, by that's the way, what I'm, with it, Luke Keekley and, 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 and Thomas Davis. Man. That's what I'm saying. And that's why, I mean, I, st I had to stop gambling on, on, on football specifically because, like, shit like this, I'm looking around like this is – it's some Jaguars and the Bills, that would have been an easy game for me to pick. This right. Panthers and Saints game, this is going to be a hell of a game, man. This is a oh, hell boy. of a game, bro. I think it's a beautiful play. I think. I'm with you. I would probably, if I, if you know, if I, if I had to had to pick, I would lean toward the Saints only because of what you said that they're at home. Um, mm -hmm. I would give them just a nod on that. But man, I mean, I'm, when I say I'm giving, I'm talking like 51-49 is what I'm going. 51% oh, yeah. to 49. Please. I mean, I'm well, not I'm giving not, them. Hey, listen, I'm not, I'm not 100% sold on Saints, but my problem is when Devin Funches is your best receiver mm. and you draft Christian McCaffrey ninth overall, I stop believing in your front office. So you don't like Stanford running backs? I don't like Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> let's, let's, let's put it out there. You did? Because what they're trying to pull with Christian, like, listen, uh, Robert Hunt, right? It was like a fourth round draft pick, man, for, for the Chiefs. You dig? Right, and they right. do the same type of shit. Robert Hunt just does it 10 times better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, real talk. Don't tell me. I've never seen, fam. I've never, I haven't seen, and you, you could correct me if I'm wrong, because a guy like Darren Sproles went like third round. You feel me? I, I haven't seen the NFL uh, value. First of all, in this era in which I'm on my Charles Barkley shit, I ain't even, I ain't saying shit. I'm like, hey, first of all, um, <laughs> in this era, you know what I'm saying? My Charles Barkley shit, I ain't saying shit, but I got a first of all. In this era where we're passing the ball 30 times a game, You've seen the running back position get devalued the most in NFL history, correct? Real talk. These motherfuckers decided to pick a running back ninth overall on a team that has no receivers, right? On a team that doesn't have a marquee running through. The, not like Stewart a lot, but like as far as top, you know, the, the, the right, high right. Right, no, I'm with back, you. I'm with you. You know what I'm saying? He's in the middle. So the point is, is they didn't get me a between the tackles guy. They gave me a, a dual guy. Whenever you tell me you're going to draft a motherfucker ninth overall, and then he's a position player, and then you start putting him at kick return and all this other shit, I'm out. I don't want it because, first of all, the kicking game has been gone since Devin Hester. Yeah, Devin Hester they broke that. They literally eliminated the kick return game because of Devin Hester. So don't give me no kick return shit. And the best punt returners in the history of the game average like 13 yards of punt return. 
So we're gonna draft the motherfucker ninth overall for that? Man, get all the way the fuck out of here. If Christian McCaffrey was black, yes, I said it. If he was black, he wouldn't have been no higher than a third round draft pick. This was about him being white and having skill. That's just a that's just a cold hard fact. And the reality is, is that Christian McCaffrey is talented. Christian McCaffrey is talented as he is, right? The brother's talent in that position should have landed him no higher than a second round draft pick to a team like a New England Patriots team. A team that has players just like that and are able to maximize their skill sets. But there's nothing about what the Panthers do that said that they should have drafted their brother ninth overall. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you just I think, lost Josh Norman? I think when you just get, lost Josh Norman? Like, come on, man. When you get that little, like, dual guy, I feel like, like you said, with Brandon Sproles, that's the kind of guy you get when, like, you're kind of set at other stuff. And you're like, okay, I think yes. this might help us put us over the top or make it or give us a little bit of a different dynamic. That's what teams were doing bro, when they, they were bringing in Sproles. Bro, and let me say this. I've been watching the Panthers front office going make some dumb moves. People were talking shit on Ted Ginn. Look at the big plays that they don't have since he's left. When they went to the Super Bowl, it was Cam, it was the defense, and it was Ted Ginn Jr. Bossing up. Well, making all the big plays. I don't see why you wouldn't want a combination of Ted Ginn and uh, Kelvin Benjamin. Right? You got ain't the, the stuff they like, guy, man. And then you got the guy uh, who's, you know, with the, with the guaranteed hand. See? And listen, man, what do I know, man? I'm not an owner. I'm not a GM. But y'all don't know shit about football. So listen, I got the uh, I got the Saints because I don't like the Panthers front office and I hate that ninth overall throwaway pick at Christian McCaffrey. Um, shout out to uh, the Eagles for having that number one seed, but Atlanta's going to get that game as well uh, next week. Um, and the Patriots are going to beat whoever they see. Uh, Patriots get into the Super Bowl. Um, you know, real talk. I may have uh, nah, they going to the cold. So I got I got Pittsburgh winning that Jacksonville game. They get you know Jacksonville. They in that one. I'm taking shit, Pittsburgh you know to go to the to go to the Super Bowl. I'm gonna <clears> take them. I'm gonna take them over New England. Bro, you have no idea how much I hope that's gonna happen. But I watched <laughs> that last. Listen, I watched I watched Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh play the best game they could possibly play, and they lost. So what that tells me is that the other team's better. I gotta roll. I'm gonna roll with. I'm gonna roll with Pittsburgh, man. And and real, real, I'm making that pick. Not anything based on logic. Just the fact that I hate the Patriots. That's the reason I'm making right. that pick. That has nothing oh, to do with logic you. at all. I'm with you. I think we may see. I think we may. Listen. I told everybody I thought Atlanta would be dangerous if if they got into the playoffs. And I think they may make a run back to the Super Bowl. Because so I start looking around and I'm starting saying, okay. You know, maybe if Carolina can get hot, I mean, I, you know, I, I mean, you know, I don't see anybody that I would say is is quote unquote head and shoulders in the NFC over over the Falcons. So, I, you know, it's gonna be it'll be interesting to see if if it may be even a damn rematch in the Super Bowl. Listen, here's what's gonna happen: the Patriots are about to win a sixth Super Bowl, fam. That, that, that's just what's gonna happen. Like I'm looking at the NFL, right? So let's let's let's, let's run down it real quick for those who don't know shit about football. The Philadelphia uh, Eagles. How about say the 76? The Philadelphia Eagles and the Minnesota uh, Vikings. Vikings have 
backup quarterbacks. Those are facts. They have backup quarterbacks in the playoffs, right? right? And so if New England gets through, they're going to be playing against either Drew Brees, right? And a team who, I, I see, I don't believe that the Saints can beat the Patriots. Nor do I believe that the Falcons can go back in and beat the Patriots. I just don't believe it. I'd have to see it to believe it. And so either that or they're playing against a really good team in Minnesota with a backup quarterback. Well, I think Case Keenum's going to be able to deal with what Belichick and Brady them got. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. So their odds, and listen, it's a 50% chance, obviously, that they play against a backup quarterback because the backup quarterbacks are on opposite brackets. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Listen, the, the shit, when you look at the pages, bro, and how they won these Super Bowls, you, like, you start looking at how it, you, we, we have to do a special on the pages. It's been incredible to watch the AFC title games in which they bring out an extra lineman who, oh, by the way, is doesn't check to in, be a yeah. receiver, yeah, it doesn't, right? Yeah, it doesn't tell anybody he's eligible. Does, yeah, no, the, 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 the fucking ref doesn't call the guy eligible. They <laughs> score. That, that wins the game against the Ravens, right? That wins the game. They get to the Super Bowl, they win the Super Bowl. And then the next year, that rule... Well, um, and that's the, that play is no longer legal. Go back and look at all that's their the Super Patriots, I know. All their Super Bowl runs. I would Every, say either half of them or three out of three, three, three to four of them. The next year, whatever something that they did is no longer legal. It's like what the, yeah. every time, bro. It's like they come back and okay, that's not legal or, no more. Hold on, or the two that they did win was because the Falcons, uh, Kyle Shanahan. Got on some like egotistical. Yeah, he gonna try to just blow him out. The score up yeah, shit. yeah, he wants to blow him out in the Super Bowl instead of like giving the ball to Freeman and those boys. And I'm not saying hand it off because the swing passes they were fucking going for ten yards a pop. So he didn't like that shit. He wanted Maddie Ice to go deep, and they kissed the baby. And that's the Falcons kids, by the way. He was the offensive coordinator. Got to educate y'all on football once again. Or. Watching the fucking Seattle Seahawks right. literally try to hand Russell Wilson a big contract in the Super Bowl by having him throw a pass on the goal line instead of handing it to, to beast mode. mode. We exactly. watched this happen with our own two eyes, bro. Now, Unbelievable. Hey, let's get ready hey, to get listen, up out I think that's a great way to end people. Yeah, I was going to say, let's get ready to get up out here on that note, dog, because now you get me pissed off thinking about this. But let me say this. <laughs> Before we go, let, let, let me say this. Let me give you one bit of tragic news, and then I got some new breaking information for everybody. So the one bit of tragic news, this is going back to the very first segment of the show, is that because we got a bunch of assholes uh, in the NCAA, it, it's a group of people that never got to use the great Lamar Jackson on NCAA football. That's a great travesty of, of, of this generation. Uh, that no one got to play with that guy on NCAA football because that shit would have been crazy. My nigga, can you imagine playing with Lamar Jackson on NCAA football? He would have been making some fucking moves. Well, he, I can because I used to create a player that had the exact same skill set. I know exactly how that would feel. 99 speed, 99 acceleration, 99 accuracy, 99 awareness, six foot three. Hey, players are gonna play. Lamar Jackson. That way, you know. But I named him. Ballers are gonna ball. Man, that was my guy. No, real talk. So, you know, we got a whole generation that didn't get to, to play with. So that's a travesty. The NCAA got to wear that bullshit. And then to say, the new information is um, apparently Mariah Carey has killed brunch. Um, she said hey, she, don't, she don't fuck with that brunch. Um, Mariah Carey hey, came man. out on Twitter and she said she don't do that brunch shit, dog. She does oh, Leonard. She does something called Leonard, um, which is a right. late, late dinner. 
Um, so hey, Doug, so what she, said, she just told you was that she doesn't wake up in time to eat breakfast. Hey, she's a diva. She don't got that kind of time, dog. And she's eating once a day. <laughs> hey, those are good healthy diet tips from Mariah Carey. What else you got for us? <laughs> oh yeah, and she needs her tea. Got to get my tea. Shout out to Shout Mariah. Shout out to Mariah Carey. Bro. Shout out to Mariah. Might be on the most boss talking. To oh women. my God, gotta Mariah be. Carey, bro. She's on a different gotta level. Got to be on man. the most boss talking against the women. <laughs> I don't do that. I don't do that brunch shit. Don't do that, bro. Don't don't do breakfast or lunch. I'm alright. Okay. okay. <laughs> but yeah, right, man. Listen, yeah. People's Champ Radio. We getting out of here, man. Hit us up on the YouTube channel, People's Champ Radio. We on iTunes in the podcast section as well. We on the social media, the Twitter, the Facebook, the Snap, the Instagram. Hit us up, man. People's Champ Radio. Roy Mac and Cash. We out of here. Hashtag Real News. I holler. <laughs>